Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I've got my Dennis the Menace jumper on. I love that jumper. Does it mean I'm going to be a menace, though? Probably. Yeah, I'll try Tell me the day in the week when you're not a menace. I'll try not to be too much of a menace. <laughs> oh, let me just turn me off there. Uh, good morning, everyone. Morning, if you're listening on um, uh, podcast. Hope you're all well. Um, it's another day in paradise, which it is paradise here compared to certain parts of the world. Um, it really is. Um, how are we feeling today, Nat? How are you feeling? Um, I am not as bad as I was yesterday, but I'm just pushing through. Yeah, pushing on, pushing on. Um, Dina's in big Croydon mode. <laughs> Morning, all lovely and sunny in Croydon. Dina's <laughs> in full Croydon yeah, mode. Full, yeah, you popped over saying, you're, what does she... What, Dina, what, what, is the, what is the Instagram account that you're Is it like finding? a live CCTV feed of the best bits of Croydon? <laughs> it's not a live feed, it's all the things that go on in Croydon. Brilliant things that happen it's in Croydon. It's very funny. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of nice, isn't it? Because yeah. there's so much bad that goes on in Croydon, it's just... It gets a bad name, but watch Iron Man. Man 2, in which Ben Kingsley refers to his performance of King Lear, I think, in Croydon at the uh, Fairfield Hall. Oh, that's Hall. so funny, uh, that You line. could have hit me with a kipper when that line yeah. appeared, in the middle of an Avengers film, uh, an Iron Man film. And all of, us is, all of Us Are Strangers is set in Croydon. Yeah, who'd have, who'd have And of course, it? the curly cooks are in Croydon. Exactly. So, so what are we going to be talking about today? Okay, well it seems apt that after yesterday, <laughs> when I didn't really pause for breath, in my in my in my extracting of my gallbladder and turning it into a hat, um, we're going to breathe and breathe is in the title, and it's meant to be and breathe. We have a new breathing technique that I thought we could all try and see if it centers us, calms us, and helps us. Um, so managing stress, uh, fasting, twenty four hour fasting. I know everyone talks about fasting. Is Everyone's... it thirty six? No, oh, no, 24. no. This is a new story. This well, not a new story. This is a story about twenty four hour fasting and how it benefits diabetes, but also it kind of comes off the back of Rishi uh, on a dishy. Um, uh, can I just say, just I just wanted to flag this up. Someone pulled me up yesterday for targeting his shortness, and um, I'm short. Well, I'm not short, but I'm not tall, and it wasn't meant like that. It's kind of. You know, like when you do spitting image puppets, it's like a caricature. So consider it a caricature. But anyway, um, so fasting. And Rishi fasts for 36 hours. Apparently he stops eating at something like 5 p.m. on a Sunday evening and starts again uh, at 5 a.m., I think, on Tuesday morning. Um, let's hope no big decisions are made on the global uh, you know, stage on a Monday. Um, so that's 36-hour uh, fasting or 24-hour fasting. I've got a few questions I want to ask about that. And then we're going to talk about microaggressions. This is the story that a civil service department has been uh, paying for their, their employees to go on courses to identify microaggressions. That might be, well, we'll talk about what they are. Is this a microaggression? Is that a microaggression? I don't know. Um, and we are quite seriously going to just touch upon something, uh, a terrible news story that was breaking last night in Clapham. Um, which I think just speaks to an absolute fear that everyone has about a allegedly a Clapham uh, acid attack or a corrosive substance attack, which has taken out something like nine people. I think five people have been taken to hospital um, and three police officers too. Uh, so it sounded like a yeah, it sounded like a massive deal, massive deal. Yeah, lots of neighbours running onto the street to help. Um, but again, I just know that you, you your colleague and friend. Is it Katie Piper? Piper yeah. um, you think of her and all the other people that have had those attacks on a day like this, and oh yeah, my god! Yeah, yeah. It, so, it, can you imagine triggering of triggering? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Lee, Lee Durham makes an interesting observation. It seems like the press are more worried about Sunak's fasting habits than the war. 
yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, and also, obviously, we're going to touch upon Israel-Gaza. We haven't got long today. We've got to be done by 10.20, so, um, or 10.15, in fact. So, so let's crack on. So what do you want? What should we start with? Should we start with the bad news first and, and just look at that? And then we yeah. feel that we can... Um, so, Calm ourselves. Yeah, exactly. So the Sky News are running footage, which we're not going to play, of um, the Clapham chemical attack. Nine people injured last night. This story broke late last night. Uh, two fire engines were called. Uh, it was a chemical incident. It was so dramatic. It's been described as a chemical incident in which a woman and two children were injured. Uh, the police say a corrosive substance was thrown during the attack. Um, CCTV footage shows a man running around a car before getting into the driver's seat, the woman and a child in the front holding their hands to their faces. God. She was heard shouting the that she couldn't the see. The car at the woman. Yeah. Man drives the car at the woman, strikes her before he stops the vehicle, gets out. He opens the back door, appears to remove a child before violently throwing them to the ground. Oh, my God. People from the surrounding properties ran out to chase the man down the road. Nine people were injured in the accident. Um, and it took place... Oh, I know Lessard Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, I know that. Yeah. So I think this falls within the jurisdiction of Streatham. Five um, of them were taken to a major trauma centre. Mm, mm. Oh, my God. But this just speaks to... Is there any way... I just wanted to ask this question. Are there any... I mean, it's a curious question. Are there any sort of biohazard chemical experts here? Can, you know, like, you know, zombie knives... You can't eradicate them completely because presumably they can be got on the dark net and all this kind of stuff, dark web... Can you ban the purchasing of acid? Well, not I don't really. see why not. I think that I think it should be, I think it should be bought with a prescription almost that you have to give. It's as dangerous as a gun, isn't it? That's what I mean. I why, mean, why, why can you just go and buy it? I mean, but presumably, I suppose substances, extreme alkalines or extreme acids. I suppose some of the substances that you use to, it, they say an acid attack. I mean, I wonder whether it could be something like bleach or something like that. Edward says it can be created. Oh, it can be created. You can make it at home, meet it. Oh, mm. right, I see. God, I mean, it's so sort of visceral, and there's some other aspect to it that feels so sort of horrendous I don't, I don't know i think i suppose it's also the idea that you know you might not be able to see and it's the the scarring and every and poor old katie piper oh I mean, my she's god. just oh my god she is phenomenal that woman do you know what i have never heard her complain and her her injuries are ongoing you know sometimes i'll ask her something yeah. and she'll tell me you know she'll tell us but she's always like this she's always 100 because she said she feels so lucky because in the world of those sorts of burns, you know, she's a huge success in the way that she's, mm. you know, managed her injuries and the recovery that she's made. So she just has gratitude every single day. She told me she did years and years of CBT, actually. Did she? I think she might even still do it now, years of it. Yeah. Well, when you've experienced trauma like that, I yeah. mean, and I'm thinking of my counsellor now, you know, you know um, it, it is... It's very... You know, CBT is about trying to sort of manage those negative, the negative thinking and, in a sense implement all those thoughts and the proof and the evidence that, um, you know, suggests that it's unlikely to happen or won't happen. When you've experienced something like that, the big, the big sort of bump in the road to get people through in therapy, I think with trauma, is getting them to a place where when the worst thing has happened to them, understanding that it might not happen. Do you know what I mean? It's like, how rare is it? And then how, I suppose, the only sort of logistical equation afterwards, it's even rarer that it could happen again. Mm. Do, you know, do you know what I mean? I, mm. But my God, yeah, it does speak to and that. And it's a life, a literally a lifetime of pain mm. and surgeries. 
And I remember, you know, Katie telling us about somebody, somebody on, uh, that she looks after through her foundation. I mean, my God, what happened to this person? And the way that it was done by the by the ex, by her ex, it's on, it's on CCTV footage. It's on, it's on every, I mean, it, the evidence is there. And he got a measly sentence. Mm. Used all sorts of reasons why he'd done it. But, you know, it's like... It's for a lot of people, like you say, you know, your site and people have seen Katie struggling with a one eye. I mean, it just devastates every part of you. Mm, mm, mm. And yet the sentence, I mean, I think the sentence should be the same as a gun, mm. as being shot. Mm. Yeah. The same as being shot in the face, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but... And also there's a sort of, there's a, I mean, not that, you're, not that you can graduate any of these kind of attacks. And no. There's no, there's no scale or league table of severity. But sometimes when you look at some things that are done, um, you think, oh my God, that, that that's a particularly nasty, it, it, you know, it an insidious really sort of it, attack. Yeah. Niall Khan, I see you saying there that um, it's, oh, I know amongst my age, they still use the homemade prison techniques. Flipping egg. So obviously there's a way to do it. Right, actually, let's move on okay. from it. Well, anyway, it's, really, it's, really it's a, it's a, it's a big it? story in London. You'll see it. You, uh, it's well, it's a big be story in the country, absolutely. And more, more is going to come out about that. Okay, let's talk about microaggressions. What is a microaggression? If I, I'm going to ask you guys, tell me, what, is, is tutting a microaggression? It's funny, isn't it? Because when we hear, hear the word microaggression, right, we think of it as just micro, you know, people are like, oh, for goodness sake. Mm. But actually, I mean, I remember years ago when one of our girls was getting bullied at school and the way that girls bully girls... It's, you know, the, the head teacher said to us, it is so subtle mm. that there is nothing we can do about it, but mm. it is so powerful. Mm. And the, the rolling of the eyes, which is what we, we're using as a peg for this discussion today, the rolling of the eyes can sound like a really small thing, but it is, I've been in show business, I've been a victim, if you like, of that sort of thing. And a job I did years ago, and it went on and on and on. And honest to God, I pushed through, you know, I never made any complaints, never said anything. But I used to get so anxious mm. about going into work because I knew that these people were like just passing a code of like, oh, right, what she's saying. And it was just, it really messes with your self-esteem. Something like that over a long period of time can really make you feel outside of everything, you yeah, know? Yeah, no, so I, agree. I So I, I do... I do really listen when people say these things have like really hurt them or upset them or, mm. and I think there's money involved with this one, isn't it? That's what well, the story is rolling your eyes as a microaggression. Civil servants told in a training course that, that right. of course, has cost one hundred and sixty thousand pounds to run. Well, that's such a stage. newspaper it's thing such a, to it's, say. It's such a kind it's of work. Like, More than one hundred and sixty thousand pounds have been spent by the government in the last three years on private sector yeah. consultants to train civil servants to observe perceived slights. Now, but I think that is good. So people, you know, most people can read that and go, "Wow, one hundred sixty thousand. Yeah. Somebody got one hundred sixty thousand for people rolling their eyes. Well, it's over three years. Actually, they're trying to to improve the working situation. It's a huge organisation, mm. isn't it? The civil service. Yeah. I bet there's I bet there's hundreds of people that that would say just within the civil service is what happens to me all the time. Well, and listen to this. What are micro behaviours? Microaggressions or behaviours are tiny, often unconscious gestures, facial expressions, postures 
words, tones of voices, which can influence how included or not included the people around us feel. Now, we look at examples of negative... Well, if you're talking to someone and mm. they're just like that. Oh, yeah, right. Which, when you drill into... This has all the makings of a brilliant uh, Daily Mail, the wokerati have gone mad headline. And then you drill into it and you think, fuck off, this is actually a really important yeah. piece, whether it should be spent like this or whatever. But I think it's something to be thought about because... All schools and institutions say they, they are intolerant, well, and they also claim with great big sort of, oh, we are intolerant of bullying. Yeah, and then you go into the schools and you say, well, look, no one's actually punching Freddie in the face. But what they are doing is they're not talking to him, they're tutting, they're raising their eyebrows, they're looking aggressively, or they're kind of whispering, or they're... they're I, this is, this is the DNA of... Physical bullying. This is you know, everything you know physical what? bullying is you about. You know what? I think this training course should go into schools with young children. Because, you know, I've mentioned this before. Years ago, I worked on an anti-bullying campaign. And what they do sometimes is they get bullies and they're bullied to meet later in life. And genuinely, genuinely, so many of the bullies had no idea that they were having the impact they were having with what they were doing. It's just saying, bullies, when people are bullied, often they don't even know that they've been bullied, right. they, that they've been bullying. So if you started at Source in schools, we said, listen, because you might start off doing that in life and never know that it's actually the impact of it. It's actually incredibly upsetting to another human being. I think, so just well, I, dismiss I, I, them by rolling, rolling their eyes, rolling your eyes. I, agree. No, I disagree. I, I think the vast majority of bullies who know they're, they're bullies, that 80 to 90% of their bullying is in microaggressions. And the reason they partake in microaggressive bullying mm. is it's incredibly easy to say, I haven't done anything. I mm. didn't know I was doing I do, it. Yeah. I think to plead ignorance is one some, of the key do, aspects of so many bullies. I do think sometimes, you know, like when I look back to when I Pretty was young, cousin. young, like a cousin of mine said to me years ago, she said, God, you know, I used to be really, I used to, I used to be really quite intimidated by you. And I was like, really? Literally, I had no idea. And it was because I was just so like, drr, drr, drr. it was like a sport to me. If somebody said something, I was, because I spent a lot of time with my dad and the older members of the family, and it would be very, very busy family, very quick fire. Anyway, we had this really good conversation. And I had to admit, I said, my God, it sounds like you almost felt bullied. And she said, well, I did sometimes. And I genuinely, my hand on my heart, I did not know that. And I really, all through my life since that conversation, I've thought about that. Because you know how some people are so, right, so super smart, but they just not quick at getting getting out their lump. It's very easy to pulverise somebody with that if you're a bit gobby and a bit gabby. I, well, I'm, it's interesting you should say that, actually, because I would say that over the years, I've had to really get to... Because you come from a very female family, you've got lots of female friends, I... Very for periods of our relationship, I would often feel not bullying. There's never a bullying sense mm. of it or micro. I some of your tit. I'm trying to choose my words carefully. Here. No, just say it. No, no, no. But well, I'm just trying to choose yeah, my words carefully because it's I right to offended. rather. No, no, no. But it's not about being offensive. I want to get it accurate. Sometimes I think just your demeanour around mm. others is one of confidence and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And it's sharp and it's all that. We we can all be that. Mm. But it's sometimes, and I think sometimes it can still present as quite exclusive and cliquey. Yes. And so you're sort of, you're very whip smart, you're very sharp, you're very quick. You're very, 
sharp at getting back at people. You've got the good comeback and all that kind of thing. You've got your mum's very clever, you know, good at that too. But I think I think I can understand people being on the receiving end or looking at you from outside, not knowing you that well, yeah. thinking, oh, she's got the cliquey thing. She's got the she's got an in thing there. But she's that's got the, why you know, it's important well, she isn't to like that have these conversations with people when they're young because you don't have that awareness. It's, okay, so it's like me and Dina. You know, Dina and I are, you know very intense relationship all the way through our mm. charging like, with each yeah. other and so we bank very very fast and we would never want to like exclude anyone but you know if you think but you have to be aware oh god am i mm. so i don't think everybody that could feel bullied by a person that person necessarily i mean maybe it's the wrong word bullied Maybe it's the wrong word because bullying is something very specific, mm. isn't it? But mm. I think that you can have behaviours mm. that you don't realise are really hurting or impacting somebody. Mm. So I think rather than schools saying, oh, well, you see, yeah, this is what people... Why not have a real conversation and give people mm. the chance to rethink the way that they are... Well, I, I, I would go in. even further. I mean, if I, you know, I hate uh, where all this kind of like political correctness around not being able to upset children. I would say, look, kids, right. I know for a fact, because I have children that have gone through this and I went through it myself, that when you raise your eyebrows and when you tut and when you all turn your backs and giggle in a huddle, yes, that's I mean, I would definitely have known. That's bullying. I would definitely have known. Mine's more like if I was just talking too much. Yeah, do you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? no, I get it. But and like, like, and like overriding somebody by yeah. talking. But for example, here, here's something that I... I had to I had to get my head round because I, when I was a kid, most of my friends were were black. They were from Jamaican families, uh, West Indies. Most of the you know most of the kids that I, I was at school with were, and um, the tutting, you know, the sucking of the teeth. Mm. I would I would be it took a, why be like oh my god, what have I done wrong? Oh my <laughs> god, they think I'm so stupid. And then what would come rapidly after would be some really funny thing or warm yeah. comment or ju you know banter. Absolutely. But, but I remember, I remember Tony, I don't know if Justine's here, but I remember Tony, bless her. I mean, she was an indomitable woman. She used to run Carnival, Nottingham Carnival, all the costumes for it and everything. But when she tutted, it was like a minor earthquake in Elaborate <laughs> Grove. It was like, we'd literally all pause. No, but that's her knowing her power. In yeah, music, Which yeah. is a different thing, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So I, it's funny because the inverse of that is as an adult, whenever I hear the tut, you know, if you pass on at the bus stop, I don't think anything of it. I just see it as part of the... But for some people, that would be seen as a microaggression. So I think there are also cultural kind of, you know, details. To... Yeah. Helena, Helena B says, uh, when you think that 90% of our communication is body language, it makes sense yeah. that so much... I mean, my thing is, I, I, I think also I'm really, really bad at pretending that I like someone if I don't. Right. So, so really bad. Like, I, I can't do it. Like, if I really can't stand somebody, it's it's just better that I'm not around them because I'm not going to be able to go, oh, hi. Not great for showbiz, that. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> really doesn't work for showbiz. But, um, but then when I like somebody, I'm very, very intense with them. Mm. You know what I mean? So, so that as well, I have to watch that. Because yes, I tell like, you what. I tell you uh, what. Hang yeah. on a second. It's not like I'm going to be intense with this person, so this person I don't like doesn't know. I'm naturally intense, uh, but I'm I, I I I I'm aware of it. As the older I've got, I'm aware that it's something that I do, and 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 I so I sort of like. Yeah, on that point, on that point, I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think what you do is you get locked into people really getting into intense. what people are either yeah. saying, feeling, or sharing. Yeah. And to the other person in that group who maybe wants a bit of you because they're also, you know, I don't know what, you know, because they're sort of, I don't know, 
you know. But whatever. Yeah, they're drawn to you, they're friendly. Yeah, there can be the feeling that you've only got eyes for yes. that other person. And I've seen it in other groups where I can see yes. female friends, you know, and, there's, and it's not about that. You're not saying no. to the other people, I'm not interested, just at that point, but you're it, interested in them. But it could be deemed as a microaggression yes. that I wouldn't have had awareness of. So yeah. courses like this, of course, a proper bully who's a nasty piece of work. Yes. But I think these courses can work with those that, that might just have a little epiphany and go, Oh, God, do I do totally that? Totally agree, totally you know? agree. Uh, I just want to read a couple of comments out. MeTube makes a good point. Microaggressions are a form of excluding someone too, and this is why inclusivity training matters. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. Capture life each day. I agree. I don't think schools do enough to make bullies aware of the consequences, and the only consequences they see is their own increased popularity and enjoyment. Then they learn to continue. And a couple of comments here. Sarah El Said. As an Egyptian, I think it was like a first word for a tut. I love a good tut. Mika <laughs> Max said something. The Turkish tut means no. Um, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I, I really do I really do get to, the, for me, the heart of this. I, the reason I think this is so important, and when I was reading it, I was thinking, no, this is, this is key. I think this is 95% of what face-to-face what -face bullying in school is about yes. now, is microaggressions. It's obvious that it, someone it's, hits It's the you. silence thing, isn't it, as well? And like silence. our daughter would say, yeah. she would walk in and she would know that day whether it was going to be an all right day or not, because there would have been silence. Well, what can you do with silence? Well, I know what I do. I go in and I smash all their faces. <laughs> I mean, you know, especially if it's my child. So you've got to rein me in. He's joking, guys. Yeah. Caveat. Fuck the caveat. <laughs> Fuck the caveat. <laughs> Fuck off, Janet. <laughs> okay, so rolling your eyes. is. A, I think it is a microaggression, and I think it should be dealt with. Um, 24-hour fasting. So this, the peg for this is fasting for 24 hours between meals could lower your diabetes risk. The question I wanted to ask from this, or the thought that I got from this, eating, I'll just, a sub-headline, oh, sub eating only once a day could also reduce inflammation associated with yes, diseases such exactly. as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Exactly. I didn't realise Parkinson's when was I, an, an inflammation <clears throat> thing. When I first started going on 16-8, do you remember years and years ago, mm. I wasn't looking for a diet to lose weight. I was looking for a diet to improve, improve I was looking for a way of eating to improve cognitive or slow down cognitive decline. Mm. So I was looking, searching Alzheimer's, dementia, all of it. And I stumbled upon 16.8. And it was a really interesting article in how many doctors, once they've read about fasting, will then fast. Like, right. it's not necessarily that yes. they were taught it. but yes. that, So that's how I became interested. Of course, we now know that it can be much, long, uh, much longer, the eating For speaking to the what doctors know type thing. Yeah. Right. So, so if you're interested in this the person to follow is Mindy Pelps does anyone ever watch her on YouTube oh my god she's batshit full power she's you think she needs a meal she's right she's hungry she's uh, <laughs> um but yeah and um we did this on Loose Women a few weeks ago because uh, Sinetra had just done a three-day water fast and she was feeling absolutely brilliant but what I would say any fasting, if you are somebody who's had a you know real eating disorder, you have Very to be really medicine. careful because it can trigger that. So with all this, I always worry with all this talk about fasting because I think of people, you know, who are who are struggling with anorexia. It's 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 triggering and tempting. So you just have to be really careful. Grace Gabriel, Gabrielle, Grace Gabriel says, do 72 hour water fasts quite often, really works for me and always feel amazing afterwards mm. and I'm such less likely to snack and binge afterwards and help steer me towards clean eating. Can I just ask though, Grace, 
What is your temperament like for those 72 hours? It sounds like a great idea. And I think good question. Yeah, and I th so for me, for example, I think one of the things I sense creeping in, and this isn't a criticism at all, I totally, I'm full of empathy for how, I, I bear with a sore head, mangry, whenever I say to Nat, I want to engage in this new keto, I see a little part of her soul just collapse, because she's like, well, that's all well and good, we can try it, but I also know we have to get through 24 hours of Mark being a bear with a sore head, because he's trying to come to terms with the fact that he can't have chicken flavoured crisps. Can is it? Does it always come with a, a bit of a bad mood? I think it depends on the person, doesn't it? But I think, yeah, you, you know, there's going to be some crabby moments. But I think the problem is with you, whenever you've tried to ever do anything like that, is that you try and go at exactly the same rate as you would always have gone. So, like, you know, if you are fasting, you have to choose it, like, over a weekend. But you see, you don't stop working at weekend. It has to be where you can read and just mm. rest and if you're going full power mm. and also not eating mm. and still doing a joe wicks you're going to collapse you can't do it but right. what you're searching for is autophagy isn't it i can't remember what actually autophagy is mm. but um so after look dean has given all these so the, the hourly benefits of fasting so let's just pick a few out um if you fast for 12 hours, food consumed has been burned, digestive system goes to sleep, body begins healing process, human growth hormone begins to increase, glucogen is relaxed to balance blood sugar. That's after 12 hours. Um, 24 hours, autophagy, autophagy begins. Can What's you just that? get autophagy again? I can't remember the exact. Uh, drains all glycogen stores. Ketones are re released into the bloodstream. Thing is, I can't remember what any of these bloody words mean. Autophagy but, um, is the consumption of the body's own tissue as a metabolic process occurring in starvation. Yeah, so it, does it clean up? I think it cleans up the bad cells. But anyway, don't yourself. take it from us. Look it up. And Mindy Pelts is the woman to follow on um, YouTube or Instagram because she really knows her stuff. Can I just ask her? My, I want to do a water fast. I, said, I really want to. Because the way that, um, that Sinetra said she was feeling was like, because she'd been really ill and she said she just couldn't get to feel better. Should there be a word of caution for anyone who has sort of Absolute disordered burn, eating? That's what I did say yeah, just yeah, before. Yeah. Don't try it. Don't do this if you have um, an eating disorder as simple as that. Mm. Yeah, look, mm. quite a few people. Dr. Mindy, Mindy Pelts. Okay. Mindy Pelts. Yeah. Okay. okay, well, and finally, and finally, uh, what do we have? Master in the Art? Zoe, I would never, yeah. ever do a water fast. Yep, yeah, you'd do a wine fast, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's have a look at this breathing exercise. This is a new breathing, uh, four, seven, eight breathing. I've heard of square breathing. Um, I'm, I'm, I, look, Manandia often talks about the fact that I'm six years behind you. I was talking to my therapist about this the other day, and I feel like I'm entering the foothills of everything you were, you're kind of wholly in the belief of now, which is around yes. yoga. Yes. I feel, and it's coming naturally, and I think, thank God, yeah. there's an acknowledgement. I'm just a little bit younger, and I just wanted to charge around I a little bit I think it was more. really good when I suddenly went, I wasn't there at that age, so, but I suppose... The thing is, when you suddenly start to feel so much better, you want other people to feel it. You can't you rush anyone to their... Well, it's like the classic being you with can't. your children. You see them make yeah. the same mistakes yeah. and you're like, no, don't do it. Um, okay, so I have, and I have actually in the last probably two to three months used some breathing exercises to sort either panic attacks or a sense of stress or overwhelm, feeling overwhelmed. And they really have worked. And, and I, you know, I mean, I have to say it's been a pretty mad last couple of weeks actually it, i've come off the boil a bit all the best intentions seem to have slipped so it's first of february pin, 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 pin. first day of the month no return yeah. oh dina 
You forgot to do that this month. She did it every single month. And I bet she really hurt And she really punched and yeah. really pinched. And, and really I bet she laughed kicked. like a nutter. Yeah, she did. <laughs> just go to our vlogmas to see a true evil laugh coming up the loft. Okay, so this is, just quickly, this is a, what they, stress coaches want you to try four, seven, eight. And now I've got the rhythm here. Punch your pumpkin. So you ready? So what you have to do, I'll re run through what you have to do and then we'll all do it. So you have to inhale for four seconds. Hold your inhale, which I guess is your breath, for seven seconds. Exhale for eight seconds and do it twice. You ready? I can't believe you're saying this. They're laughing. They're thinking, how many times did I just say No, this? no, you've done the four. This is a different rhythm. Oh, I do all different rhythms. I've heard. <laughs> I've, only, I've only experienced one with you. Go on then. Go on. I want to watch right, you. Okay. Okay. So can you, can you put the count? Do you want me to count? Can, yes, please. Okay. Okay. So in hang for on, four, hang on. hold need, for seven out. Now, okay. just quick clarification that I've discovered in doing any breathing exercise. Make sure you've breathed in before you start them, because that's where I go wrong. No, I go, no. No, I start now and I haven't... <gasps> so, you ready? I'm going to inhale for four seconds. And one, two, three, four. <laughs> Sorry. Cold for start seven. Again. I'm going to die. Start again. Right, one, two, three. Yeah, you, right. you know yes, I've got it. I've got no, it. Yeah. So, and breathe in for four. One, two, three, four. Hold for one, two, three, four, four. Five, six, seven, and out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Can I just say something to you? Well, eight, can I say something to you? Your seconds are too far. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that was three seconds. One, two, three. Clearly, you want to get out. I was helping you like a mum does their kid because I was thinking, he's not going to be able to. How can you breathe out thinking, more than you've breathed he's in? He's not going to be. But this is it. Okay. So how let me just. Breathe out eight seconds. You have never, ever, ever listened to me on this bit, right? Everybody, right? Now, I'm really lucky because I had a teacher properly teach me this. So the breathing out isn't. That's not it. Charlene so it's a this. slower exhale. Slow. Oh, no. so Thanks, it's, Charlene. So it's one step. So. In there. So you keep your mouth, your lips closed. Yeah. Right, and try not to lift your shoulders. <laughs> okay. It's very, very tense what you're doing. Okay. Right, so. You got four in. No, yeah. Still haven't got enough air in there. I haven't got enough to go and breathe out. Your seconds are so far. Because you're going... Because you're making a noise. No, no, listen. But listen, that does take a little bit of work. It took me ages to get it, but it really is worth... Just look it up, guys, and doing that yoga breathing. Because you can breathe out for so much longer. I mean, now I notice when I do an OM mm. with my um, yoga teacher, I'm almost going for as long as she was... And if I, originally, I could only go... Mm, and then oh. I had no breath left. So that, that breathing out is really important because I'm, I'm looking at you going, you're holding for yeah, yeah. I think okay. you're just increasing your anxiety. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Okay, I want to show you, have you heard of the oval breath? Oval, as in the shape oval. I know what an oval is. Okay, so I've just done what you've wanted me to do. So can you do what I, no, yeah. so, so this is how it goes. You ready? So for eight seconds, you do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, and go. Oh, shut up. You're having a bloody laugh. No, no, honestly. No, Mark. Ooh. No. Ooh. Stop. Oh, no. Stop it. The final this bit is, is oh. Mark. Oh. 
can't believe you got me with that. <laughs> okay, guys. Oh, no, hang on. Hang oh. on. Um, guys, we're going to put the link up underneath here. Please, please, please <laughs> buy a ticket just for £3 um, for the cook-along that Dina and I are doing with Rahil Misra on the 10th of Feb. You don't even have to cook. You can just watch, you don't even have to log on, but just to buy that three pound tickets, global event, we really need to feel like we've done something, don't we, for, oh, this is, this is dying for Palestine. This Every is raising tenth. money for the Palestinians that at this very moment are dying, many of them of starvation. So if you can find three pounds, it would be amazing. And you know, if it's a household, you all get to watch for three pounds. So um, the link is going on right now. Mark's gonna do that for me. And happy birthday, Heather. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Heather. Happy birthday to you. And I'm just going to get you just... Oh, oh, Shut up. 